The information presented in this podcast is of a general nature and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. It should never be used as a substitute for mental care, medical care, or for prevention, diagnosis, or treatment of any other illness. Always consult with a mental health or healthcare professional before engaging in any activities promoted in this podcast. Have you ever wanted to be a superhero? Join clinical psychologist Dr. Janina Scarlett and host Dustin McGinnis as they explore the psychology behind your favorite TV shows, movies, books, comics, video games, and more. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Superhero Therapy with Dr. Janina Scarlett. I'm your host, Dustin McGinnis. I am a musician, filmmaker, and all-around fanboy. And I'm Dr. Janina Scarlett. I'm a clinical psychologist, author, and a full-time geek. Today, we are going to discuss Dr. Scarlett's other new book, Superwomen, Superhero Therapy for Women Battling Depression, Anxiety, and Trauma. Also, today, we are going to have a very special guest, Christy Jedi Goddess. Uh, thank you so much for being on our show. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Now, I have to ask, as an avid Star Wars fan, did you actually <laughs> legally change your last name to Jedi Goddess? I have not legally done that yet, but I'm pretty much there. <laughs> I mean, it's I super like awesome. I'm pretty much there. <laughs> I'm one piece of paper away from that, basically. <laughs> this is the first time we had a full-time Jedi on our podcast, and I am super, <laughs> super excited. So thank you so much, Christy Jedi Goddess, for Absolutely. being our very own Jedi Goddess and for joining our podcast. <laughs> Could you please tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So I'm a Dallas, Texas based illustrator, artist, and I guess full time Jedi. <laughs> um, I'm also a film aficionado. So I do on the side, I do my own podcast called Jedi Goddess Presents. I don't really call myself a film critic. I'm more of a film aficionado. Mm. So I just enjoy the medium of film and it going deep and finding all those fun Easter eggs and connecting with it on a uh, human and spiritual level. So Oh, oh my god, I <laughs> love, love it. it already. I actually want to start <laughs> listening to that. That sounds I'm, amazing. I'm a, you know, cinema goober. I love it all. <laughs> I do too. I was just watching Cronenberg's uh, Five before the podcast came on in order to prep. I'm Help ready. Me! <laughs> well right on so i guess this first question is just kind of obvious how did this book come about that is a great question so as you probably know i am very much into pop culture i love using pop culture and talking about mental health and i've uh, long been incorporating superheroes and fictional characters like Harry Potter and Supernatural and of course Star Wars into therapy to help people manage their mental health and I have a book out superhero therapy and my friend Desi Gomez actually said are you ever going to write a book for women like a super women kind of book and I said, that's a great idea. I should write that book. Mm. And I contacted my amazing, amazing superhero editor, Andrew McAleer at 
little brown and I said hey Andrew how would you feel if I was to write a super women kind of manual a book for women by women and he said I love that idea and he pitched it and it was accepted and I'm just so incredibly grateful to everyone that was involved with it it was such a knock on wood smooth process you know mm -hmm. in that so many people have endorsed this book and supported this book and of course we have an amazing incredible incredible illustrator that Christy your pictures just had me in tears they were absolutely phenomenal oh, I haven't so seen them all but I can concur with that with what I've seen oh, they're awesome you. and Janina you really touched upon something the process was very serendipitous a friend of mine Danae actually tagged me in the post where you were looking for an illustrator and I reached out to you right away and I was like oh maybe 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 and you sent me the little prompt to kind of do a rough illustration how would you showcase this particular scene for the book and I did it as quickly as I could I sent and I was like fingers crossed like I don't know if I did enough you know, and then it, everything, the whole process was smooth and meant to be. It really was. It was very cool. And I'm very honored and excited to be a part of it because it's totally within my wheelhouse, too. And I just love the message of the book. And everyone, Andrew, Janina, everyone's been amazing to work with. So I love it. Ah, yay! <laughs> It was difficult to select an artist because everyone who auditioned was so wonderful, you know, and I am just so grateful that we got a chance to work together because I'm not gifted in uh, being able to illustrate and I just kind of had these ideas for what these characters might look like and seeing you bring them to life I was just in tears you know it felt like they were real and they were right there on the page and almost like they're talking to the reader and supporting the reader and that's exactly what this book is about so thank you for that oh thank you very much I feel like there was a very true connectedness there and I think that speaks for itself like I said there's a serendipity there that you know just I don't, I don't know how to replicate or duplicate something like that it, when it's meant to be you know kind of just happens like that so I truly feel honored and thank you so much for having me be a part of it <laughs> I'm just sitting back here listening to you guys and your excitement is kind of infectious I, I can see how excited you are about this book <laughs> and I think it's wonderful being a guy I'm curious to read it myself just to have another view on how things are from another perspective well if I can ask you know at this point you read about 70% of it each chapter mm -hmm. that I wrote you read most of it before mm -hmm. I submitted it to Andrew for editing as a guy what were your impressions how did you feel about reading a book for women did you feel like you were casted out did you feel included no I, I did feel like I was part of this journey and I was learning a lot there's so much to learn that you don't even really acknowledge being a guy. One thing that always stuck with me, and this isn't in the book, but was that when you're walking behind a woman on a street or something like that, either you can slow down or cross the street because that woman is probably having thoughts that you don't even realize is there. She's probably, you know, intimidated. intimidated yes. And things that you don't even think about. You're just merely walking on your way. But, you know, this so you could actually guy, help. Like as a guy, you mean? That's something to be aware of. In oh, terms yeah. Of, yeah. Or just the whole chapter on the fat shaming. Oh, my goodness. I didn't realize that. That one almost had me in tears just thinking about what that person was going through. It is a very powerful book. Thank um, you. And I do recommend it for pretty much everybody. It gives you another perspective to really consider. So... Mm -hmm. 
Now I want to get back into my questions now that you put me on the spot. I'm the host here. Uh, what do you think is the value of combining mental health with pop culture? I think that mental health is something that for some people can be really challenging. I've been having this conversation since I was little with a lot of people who have a really difficult time about opening up about their own experiences, about their own struggles with, let's say, depression or trauma, anxiety, eating disorders, addiction, what have you, right? But when we're talking about fictional lens, people might feel safer sharing the story and then saying, I know what that character felt like. So when we're talking about grief, for example, it might be easier for somebody to talk about, let's say, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and what it was like for her when her mom passed away and what that grief was like to then be able to say, you know, that episode had me in tears because I knew what that was like because when I lost my family member, that's how I felt. And so I find that essentially pop culture provides a kind of a window into our own experiences. And that's what I wanted to do here in this book with these fictional characters that are essentially the reader's support group that are meant to provide a mirror for the reader, but not just kind of a soundboard, but also a support system where the characters in the book also talk back to the reader and support the reader in her journey. So Christy, what was it like to take Dr. Scarlett's character descriptions and bring them to life? And what is your artistic process? Absolutely. Thank you so much for asking. What made it super, and I don't want to say easy, but it really helped me feel connected because as an artist, before I create anything, I want to feel connected to the piece or there's something about it that I can connect with or maybe with the subject if I'm drawing a person, what they're thinking. With Janina's descriptions of the characters, I already knew the characters before I even created them. I felt like these are either women I connected with or I could meet on the street. And the dialogue with it just really helped usher that forward. And so I felt like I wasn't really kind of creating as much as I was showing a mirror to people who already existed, kind of pulling back the curtain. It's a different process than I'm used to. When it comes to what I'm creating, too, it's very similar to that. I love female archetypes because I feel like female representation is important in itself. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my pieces have to do with exploring strong women and having some kind of strong value to them. So that's the stuff I really connect with when I was creating. And there's a few characters I actually feel like I'm kind of connected with that I'm friends with because they were my favorites. I remember sending just gobs of emails to Janina going, I just love this character. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're friends. That's (laughs) spectacular having those connections to these things that you guys are creating that that's putting a smile on my face right now. (laughs) Well, it just makes it more real too. Yeah. 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 I think that's very interesting that you said it could be someone that you know, and that's, that's the importance about this is building that connection with the reader. Well, and that's the thing is that although the interactions that these characters had between one another were fictional and their names were also fictional, their origin stories and what they'd been through and what they were struggling with and what they overcame, that was real. That was based Mm -hmm. on actual women who submitted their stories for this publication. 
either women that I'd known personally or previous clients or women who submitted their stories when I put a call on social media for women to submit stories. I received a few hundred submissions and many of them did make it into this book either as one of the main characters or as kind of a sidebar quotes. Uh, I wanted to show people that they're real, the reader's experiences are real, and that there are women all over the world who share their experiences and who also want to support them, essentially creating this kind of a worldwide sisterhood of superwomen who are all saying, yes, me too, I've been there, I've experienced this, I've also experienced sexual assault, for example, or I've also been through this, I've also been, you know, maybe fat shamed or bullied, and I also am here to stand my ground and support my sisters. And that was really the message I wanted to create. And so if they're feeling real, that's wonderful. And largely that's because they are. And I am incredibly grateful to the powerful and courageous women that submitted their stories and wanted to share them in this way to support the readers all over the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was just about to ask you, what was your inspiration for these other heroes? And it's wonderful that it was based off of actual individuals. Part two of that question, though, is... This story is through the point of view of the reader, like you were mentioning. And as the reader, you're placed in the center of this woman's support group, kind of looking out. And as you said, they're they're supporting you. This is a brilliant idea. How did you come up with that? Thank you. I am a big fan of self-help books. And, you know, in my years as a therapist and, and before then, I've read many self-help books. And I'm a big fan of them. And, of course, I've contributed to a number of them. One thing I've noticed about the self-help books, for me anyway, is that I felt kind of alone in this experience of going through self-help, of trying to learn different methods of therapy, of certain tools, of supporting myself. But whenever I've done any kind of either group therapy or some kind of workshops where there were other people, as vulnerable as it was for me to share my experiences, the presence of other individuals who shared my experiences or even had their own experiences allowed me to feel less alone. It allowed me to feel supported. It brought my focus from inward, you know, just kind of focusing on only my problems to seeing what other people might go through. And it was incredibly healing. So I kept thinking, how can the benefits of group therapy be brought into a book? I wasn't really sure how to do that. But going into this book, that was my idea is that I wanted it to be modeled after group therapy. And so I thought I would try it. I thought it was a totally wacky idea. I wasn't sure if it would work. But I put it together and I'm hoping that it works and I'm hoping that the readers will, thank you, I'm hoping that the readers will get out of it at least something similar to the kind of benefits that many people get from group therapy in terms of receiving support from other people and knowing that they're not alone. Right. I just want to make sure, Christy, you're still there. I'm still here. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make sure I didn't lose you. (laughs) I was about to go, Wilson! <laughs> okay. So, I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? Do you think it works for you? 
Absolutely. I think there's a built-in connectedness to it. What I really love about this is there's a strong connectedness. These are women, all different backgrounds. They have come with all things that have happened to them, but there is a connectedness in that feeling of we can come together, we can learn about each other, and then we can find that common ground. And I think that's something that's kind of missing a little bit, too, because everyone kind of feels like an island onto themselves and they don't want to go into a group session. But the cool thing about a book like this is that you're already there and you're receiving benefits and it's from a group format. You're not the lone voice in the room. You have a group of people that you can connect with who have similar situations with you but have come from much different and rich backgrounds. So that's what I loved about it because it, it, there was just much from a creative standpoint, but also from a human standpoint of being able to connect with these different women who have different stories. Yeah, most definitely. Dr. Scarlett, how much research went into creating this group of characters? Were there a couple of characters that were based off of multiple people or... There was a lot of research that went into this. I really wanted to do a good job of being careful in terms of representation. So for each of the main characters, I had extensive interviews with the people whose stories are represented in these characters. And then when the book was finished, I ran the book by multiple either experts in the field in that particular topic or individuals who can speak to this particular cultural issue. For example, I wanted to make sure that the trans individual in this book was presented accurately. And so the story was run by several experts in the field who specialize in trans and other LGBT issues. I also presented this book to be read by individuals who are representatives of Indian culture and African American culture and Native American culture. And I wanted to make sure that these characters were represented in a culturally sensitive way. I wanted to make sure that they were treated with respect. I also ran it by several individuals who specialize in body positivity and fighting against fat phobia and body shaming. So I'm extremely grateful to the consultations I was able to receive. Again, my goal here was to make people feel welcomed and included and understood. I am by no means perfect and I'm hoping that the book is something that people will be able to relate to and I'm hoping that at least some of these experiences will allow the readers to feel as though their experiences are being reflected and most importantly allow them to know that they're not alone and allow them to know that their story matters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Christy, you had mentioned that it was very serendipitous to work with Dr. Scarlett on this project and everything kind of worked out. What was it like to collaborate together? We communicated a lot through email, but I think what really connected us in the beginning is that we kind of understood everyone's vision was. I immediately connected with Janina's characters just because they felt real. It's very authentic. So for me, being able to reach out to her and know immediately how important these characters were, you know, how representative they were of real women 
who went through these real situations. That, to me, on a kind of a personal and spiritual level, that's why I felt so serendipitous about it, because I was like, I'm actually telling these stories that are there. I'm not just creating something. I'm, again, like pulling back the curtain. I'm just showing people like, these are people from different backgrounds. This is telling their story. And it's exciting to see that connectedness in people from different backgrounds and different beliefs and see how we can all come together and be one, be a community on a personal level. That's very important to me, to be able to have that connectedness with people from all different backgrounds. I think Mm -hmm. it just enriches us as a society and just makes us more whole. Very much agreed. I just think you're amazing, Christy, and I'm just so <laughs> grateful to be working with you. Thank you. No, I'm, I'm excited. I'm like all red over here. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, this is exciting. I can't wait to get a copy in my hand. Oh, my God. I don't think I'm going to make it when I get a copy in my hand. <laughs> I might pass out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cry. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to cry, pass out. It's going to be like a, it's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So what were you both wanting the readers to get out of this book? I mostly wanted the reader to know that they're not alone in their experience. I wanted them to know that there is an army of strong, powerful, amazing women right by their side. And I want the reader to know that her story matters, that she's the hero of her own journey. And she is a superwoman. Nice. With Janina, 100%. Sorry, taking me to the moon already, so I don't know where else. I guess I go to Pluto next. (laughs) (laughs) That's a long journey. (laughs) I know. It's still a planet. I agree with that. (laughs) No, it's a planet too. But it is. It's it's that exact same thing. Those strong, powerful women, their stories to life. A small percentage of that, and someone can feel connected to that, even one person. I would feel like I definitely did my mission. That's what will make me the happiest in the world for sure ditto there absolutely i think this book is going to touch a lot of people and be a very powerful beacon of hope and resilience i really do believe that 100 percent. you guys are going to touch lives um (laughs) so so after saying that though this book has a lot of inspirational quotes from a lot of influential women is there anything either of you would like to say to women out there who are struggling or healing remember that you're not alone remember that you've already overcome so much and every time you get out of bed in the morning when it becomes really really challenging for you you've already defeated a dragon just think about it. Some people simply get up and go to work, but you get up and you defeat a thousand dragons before you even get to where you're going. And that already makes you wonderful. That already makes you super. And your story matters. So I hope that you will be able to share your story and learn other people's stories because you are already a superwoman. Wow, that's amazing. No, I'm uh, 100% in agreement, 100% in agreement beyond. And I would say, too, from my own kind of catalog of quotes that kind of always inspired me, I'd always tell someone that whatever challenge you're up against, you're never going to be against a challenge that you cannot grow from, become stronger from, and move forward from. Well said. (laughs) 
So is there anything else you guys would like to say about your book? Nothing else I can think of. <laughs> the book Please comes... buy a copy. Yes. <laughs> and let us know so we can sign it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the book comes out on March 5th in United <laughs> Kingdom and comes out in April of 2021 in the United States. However, even though the book is now available in the United Kingdom, you can order it worldwide through Amazon UK or through Book Depository. Book Depository ships worldwide. They have free shipping. Unfortunately, their shipping can take maybe three to four weeks, but they do have free shipping. Good things come to to wait. (laughs) Very wise. That's true. There you go. Good things come to those who wait. I love that. I love it too. (laughs) I want to just thank you for coming on the show with us today. We're going to go ahead and end it right here. Can you tell our audience where they can find you on social media or some of your work? On Instagram, I look under Jedi Goddess Christy, and that's Christy spelled with the C H R I S T Y. You can find my movie stuff at JediGoddess.com. And if you look up Christy Jedi Goddess into Google, you will find me. (laughs) There she is. There's the only one. (laughs) She's the Highlander. (laughs) Yes. There can be only one. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm Dr. Janina Scarlett. You can find me on Twitter at Shadow Quill or Dr. Janina Scarlett Official on Instagram. And again, my name is Dustin McGinnis. You can find me on Twitter at The Valiant Geek. Thank you all so much for tuning in and remember that you are a superhero.